0: Welcome to the Grace Family International Church Podcast Service. This message is by our senior pastor, Reverend Yinka Ojo. Be blessed as you listen. Good morning. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I'm continuing on the series on how to hear the voice of God. If you are a child of God, you can hear the voice of God. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. The Bible, God's Word says... That as many as are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Or if you are born of God, you reverse it for that. If you are born of God, if you are a child of God, you are leadable by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God will lead you and guide you. So all children of God can and are being led if they know what is going on. And then in verse 16, just two verses after the Romans 14, he says that, and the Spirit of God bears witness. That's the primary way the Spirit of God leads us. He bears witness with our spirit that we are child of children of God. He also bears witness in other areas of our lives that we are the children of God. Today, my message is titled, Enquiring of the Lord. Psalm 27 verse 4. We want to learn from the lives of two people in the Word of God. We're going to learn from the lives of David and the life of a prophet called Habakkuk. But we're going to look at Psalm 27, verse 4 to start with. And then we hear some things that Jesus has to say. And then let me just say this in advance. And then I will stop my message somewhere and we will have a practical session because I discovered that if I can teach Christians how to hear and be led by the Spirit of God, their problems are over. That doesn't mean that they will not keep on bringing problems, but they will go and they will solve it. And the Holy Ghost will lead you into solutions. Every time, any direction the devil comes in, if you will learn, not just to listen to your flesh and your senses. That's why there was a day I was teaching, I said, touch your head. Everybody touch your head. If you follow your, you see how hard it is. You follow this head. It is hard. It's not hearing anything from heaven. You get in trouble. Touch your belly. You see how soft it is? That is the one that's sensitive to God. Follow it, you will enter into solution. God doesn't automatically just take you and drop you into breakthrough. Drop you into blessing. As 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 a standard, no. He leads you into breakthrough. He leads you into blessing. That's why it's, your life will go from glory to glory. Your step is, is going to be led as a righteous man. It's going from unto a brighter day. It gets brighter and brighter. So you must follow the leadings of the Lord. So that by the time you look at your life 6 months ago, 12 months ago, 18 months ago, compared to now, almost unconsciously, almost without the thunder and lightning, you have been led into Better life. Your life is getting better. There is more peace of mind. There you will be led. If you're sick, you will be led into how to get healed and stay healed. If you're getting healed and go off, get healed, go off, get healed, go off, you will be led into how to get healed and stay healed. You will be led into 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 who to marry. You will be led into how to stay married. Many people f- easily fall in love, but it's a difficult thing to stay in love. How to stay married. You need to hear the Spirit of God and be led constantly concerning that. People, say, yeah, my, 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 people are saying all the time, marriages are falling, marriages are But for those who are listening to the Spirit of God, praise the Lord. He will lead you in the path that is right, Psalm 23 says, for His name's sake. He will lead you into path. That means error free living is possible you can you can he will lead you away from failure all the steps. failure is as a result of wrong decisions human beings make he will lead you away from making wrong decisions all the time that's why you need the holy spirit and you need to learn how he leads and how he guides and what to do and i'm going to take us in a practical activating session so that you can hear god and we're going to do something god is going to speak to you personally today in this service So get your pen and paper ready. Get something ready where you're going to write it. I'm going to come to that later on. Psalm 27 verse 4. Psalm 27. I love the book of Psalms a lot. Of course, probably the most popular book in the Bible. Even seen as like Psalms. All right. One thing have I desired. Can I start from verse 1? Just to give it a bit of context. A bit of context. Everybody writing. Follow me. Follow me. I'm going to go very fast. So that by the time we hit the place where you are going to do practical and the Lord is going to start speaking to you, you can know how you can be with us. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Somebody say amen. My light means that it directs me. You are not in darkness. You are not going to stumble. The Lord is my light and my salvation, my deliverance. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? The do. When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, when they came upon me to eat up my flesh when danger comes and warfare comes and the problems of life kicks in, they stumbled and they fell. That's the power of God working on your behalf. Can somebody say amen? amen? Though an host and host means the army of the devil sometimes spiritual warfare just breaks out all around you. Though an army or an host of hell should encamp against me my heart shall not fear though war especially spiritual warfare should rise against me in this I'll, I'll go through it being confident let's go on one thing and this is, this is what, where his confidence David's confidence, confidence he never went to any war in which they lost and we want to see the secret of winning warfares, the war, the battles of life. What are the secrets? One thing have I desired. In other words, let, take note of this major reason why I keep on having victory and victory in life. I keep on winning and winning and winning. One thing I emphasize and I want you to emphasize. One thing I desire of the Lord and that will I seek after that I may dwell. Dwell, Spend time. uh, 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 um, Spend time in a way that I'm not in a rush. I make the prince of God my dwelling place. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord. For us in the New Testament, it does not mean that you carry your bed and your toiletries and your wardrobe and your kitchen things and come and camp here forever. No. No. For us in the New Covenant, it means spiritually cultivating the presence of god in worship M- maintaining an atmosphere where your mind is not far from thinking about god no matter what you are doing anytime in life conscious cultivating the presence of god imagining yourself even though you are here listen you must live your life as a bilocational creature Locational location, by locational creature because that's what the Bible defines us as when we are saved. Even though we are here in this physical world, the Bible also says that we are seated together with Christ in the heavenly places on the same throne with Christ at the right hand of the Father, far above principles and powers. So you are at both places at the same time. So always remember that you are also at the right hand of God even as you are sitting down in this service. Can you say amen somebody now? always you are a bilocational creature say after me bilocational that's a good word you've learned today you are located in two places They may look at you walking around the face of the earth like another common Lagosian, another common Nigerian, common Ghanaian, or a common Canadian, or a common South African. But no, 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 no. You are also at the same time located at the right hand of God right now, right now. If you believe right now, say amen. Let me hear your amen now. So you must always remember that. So David said that that is one of my secrets here. One thing have I desired. Give me that scripture again. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that is what I'm always after. I'm always thriving i'm always working hard to make sure that i i am in that i dwell in the house of the lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the lord i want to stay in that third heaven that throne room of god looking at god's face beholding the beauty of the lord and to and this is my message this morning and to what's the next word can somebody say that loud? And to what? Enquire. Somebody say after me, Enquire. And to inquire in his temple, to inquire in his presence. All right. My message this morning is titled, Enquiring of the Lord. Enquiring of the Lord. This has a lot to do with you hearing God for your life. I believe if you can teach Christians how. To hear from God and now to be led by the Spirit of God and to follow the directions of God, I, that Christian will enjoy every blessing and benefit that God has for them, written in the Word of God. So this is very important. Also in warfare, there is what they call the signal cups. If you if you see them in Nigerian Army, they wear beret and they will wear, and their beret will have like a feather on it. Whenever you see them wearing that beret, it can kind be of green beret or red berry, and then they have a tuft like a feather on it. They don't, they don't belong to the artillery. They don't belong to the cooking. They don't belong to the bomb squad. They belong to what's called the signal squad. What they are about is they send communication, information, reconnaissance, survey. Come, It's important because many at times, many battalions get wiped out because there's no proper communication. The enemy is coming. We see some bombs on the road. We see this. So those communications are very, very important. Now, communication of the spirit direction of the spirit communication from heaven to your spirit on the face of the earth is very vital especially as we are involved in spiritual warfare so that you not take a road that the devil has planted bombs in so that you understand because god is all above all so he has a real view of the whole planet earth he's seen all the devil is doing he's seen where human beings are he's seen where people are making mistakes and he has information he wants to pass across to you this is where divine direction and guidance is Very important. Don't just live your life, especially if you are the stubborn type naturally. Don't just live your life like that. Let the Lord break you down. So that you're not living from here, but living from here. Can you say amen, somebody now? All right, so keep that in mind. So David had the habit of inquiring of God. that's what he's trying to tell you here that I go through all these battles, I go through all these problems but I am confident, I have no fear I don't care what the warfare of hell what it is all about I, because I have time in which I inquire and God gives me information God gives me direction I know how to get communication from God and how to be led by the Spirit of God. That is why it doesn't matter which human being. It doesn't matter which manner of devils. It doesn't matter what kind of battle. It doesn't matter what kind of problem. It is not a time to be afraid. It is a time to find out what does God have to say and then obey it. Glory to God. Because if you know what God has to say and you obey it, all you have to do is fold your hands. You will walk into victory. You will walk into blessings. You will walk into a breakthrough. The devil will not even be able to see you on the battlefront. You will go in take new territories, come out, and no devil can do anything about it. Can I have a good amen in the house of God, somebody? Amen. David understood this, and I see some things in the life of David. Everybody, First Samuel chapter 30. First Samuel chapter 30. They had just experienced a major, major catastrophe. Um, they wanted to go to a particular war to, to fight on the side of the Philistines. Then the Philistines said, no, no, don't fight on our behalf. You belong to Saul. And they send them over. By the time they go back to home to, to, to Ziglag. The, the, the Amalekites had raided Ziklag and they are taking away all the wives, taking away, I want to look at First Samuel 38, First Samuel chapter 30 verse 8, just giving us a quick uh, background of what's going on here. Alright, so the Amalekites had come, they had raided the land, they had taken away all the wives and all the children that they left behind when the men went, went to battle and they burnt down the old camp of, of, of Ziklag that belonged to David and his men and David Inquired of the Lord. Now, at this point, before this point, the people were there's going to be a mutiny, there's going to be a coup. They said they were going to kill all the soldiers, were even gathering around. They said they were going to stone David, their king, their general, to death because everybody was distressed. Men, grown men were crying, and it was a very distressful time. And for David, it was distressful. What do you do? How do you handle distressful times? when the rubber meets the road and the tensions of life kicks in, in your life how, do you just get some people it's either they, like I said they always the, the human beings have these two alternatives fight or flight depending on your temperament when you are stressed, you fight. Some people fight as natural. natural. says, that's him, personally. Whenever I face a problem, my <laughs> natural tendency is, I fight, I fight. anybody around me. I fight. Even if they don't know anything about it, I fight, I fight. Or, oh, someone other put I just run away and hide. I disappear. That doesn't mean your problems will disappear. In fact, by the time you show up again, the problem has increased more. But there's a third alternative. We face it with God. On our side, praise God. All right, so so what did David do? And the Bible said, and at that point, David took this other alternative, and David inquired of the Lord, or at the Lord, he inquired at the Lord. What does it mean to inquire? It means to go. To ask for information, to go and ask for direction, to go and ask for what to do at that point in time. So he went to God to say, "God, how do we handle this?" Many a times I reach situation. I tell the Lord, "Lord, please tell me what to do, please." please Lord, tell me. listen. I discovered something about God. God is your quintessential perfect gentleman. Many things in life, if you don't tell Him, ask Him to tell you what to do. For years, even decades, he will not tell you what to do. He will be with you. But you didn't ask. Sometimes I've asked God and God said, I was wondering when you will ask. Huh? You know how to live your life by saying, you know how to run your life by experience. You'll find that experience, that I'll show you in a, sh- in a minute, that experience, even if it's not the best teacher, it's not the best. God is the best, it's the ultimate teacher. Because things change all the time without you even knowing it. And some of the experience you think you want to draw on to utilize. Things have changed overnight. And you did not know. But God is all-knowing. That's why he's omniscient. All-knowing. All right. So, and the the Bible says that he inquired at the Lord saying, Lord, should I pursue after this truth? That was the natural thing. He knew what is normal for soldiers to do, but he still took it to God. Listen, especially important issues, always run it by God. Don't assume you are right. Because you were right about it yesterday. Doesn't mean you'll be right about it today. I'll get to that in a minute. And he ran it by God and said, God, should I pursue after these people? Should I, will I be able to overtake them? Will I succeed in this? And the Lord answered him, And the Lord spoke back to him. All the while, when they were going to kill him, probably they would have killed him. I don't know. But the Lord didn't say anything until he went to inquire. Until he went to ask the Lord. And the Lord told him and said, yeah, pursue them. Pursue them. God, why didn't you tell me before I asked? Because you must ask first. I'm a gentleman. You must ask. If you don't ask, it's okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That idea you have is is mine. And he confirmed it and said, pursue them. And then he said, what else? Over, and he said, pursue, for you shall surely. I guarantee you. I know the future. This is what it will turn out to be. You will overtake them without fail. And you will recover all and at the end of the chapter that was what exactly happened divine direction from god but david said this is all this is one thing i always seek after this is one thing i always emphasize especially because of all the warfare going on i always inquire i love to inquire of the lord go to second samuel everybody chapter 5 2 Samuel chapter 5 verses 17 to 21. So how should you respond when there's tension, when you are stressed, when 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 the decks are stacked against you? How? The first thing you should do is go and meet God for information and direction. Go and ask the Lord, what should I do here? How should I go about this situation? But some of us don't have faith that God will speak to us. God has already said it. That he will speak to you. If you are my child, you will be led by my spirit. Romans 8:14. You need to spend time on that scripture. God is even more interested in speaking to you than you are interested in hearing from him. And do not have some people are not, they don't believe that God can speak to them because of inferior, they have their inferiority complex concerning themselves and God. You have been washed by the blood. You are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He has said, come to, your, to my throne of grace. I want to talk to you. Even seven years old Samuel, God talk to him. He will talk to you. He will direct you. If you will take time to inquire of him. All right. And then it goes on to say that 2 Samuel chapter 5 verse 17. If we're together, say amen now. If we are here, say amen. If you are in this service, say amen. Let me hear it. Because you can be in this service physically, but your soul and your mind and your spirit are already thinking about, what will I eat for lunch today? Let us finish quickly, so that will be the first on the queue in that restaurant. Stay here with your mind and your soul and your spirit and your body. Amen. The Bible says in verse 17, 2 Samuel 5, verse 17, and when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David, king over israel all the philistines when the devil hears that you are now listening to good sound messages from grace family church you are beginning to grow you are beginning to hear the light you have discovered a place where your spirit can be nurtured oh when the devil sees that it looks like great things are about to start bursting forth in your life the devil will not play dead expect some kickback expect some pushback from time to time, expect some reaction from the devil, but God knows in advance that one too you will overcome that one too you will have greater testimonies, and when you go to battle and you come back victorious they remove the previous rank you had before and they promote you and they give you a higher one so don't, so battles are not bad things, they are your opportunities for promotion can you say amen somebody now have in your mind relate to battles in a very different way if I go to the battle and I hear direction from God I will come back victorious and when I come back victorious it is going to be promotion ceremony can I get a better amen in the house All right. but the Bible says that when the Christians heard this they came up all of them and there are five sub nations of the Philistines all the five sub nations they came forward as one and they came to seek David Of course, when they come to seek like this, I mean, they came to fight to destroy him. And when David heard of it, David went down to the stronghold. Next verse, quick, quick. Follow me now, slow with me. And the Philistines also came up and they spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. Hey! this is serious business. They were going to wipe out the devil. But see, let me tell you something. God has the final say in our lives as long as we keep on following the direction of the Holy Spirit we will always be at least minimum one step ahead of the devil at least one I remember one day I was driving I was going I was going um, I was going somewhere I was going to the Lagos Island and all of that and I had blocked some roads so I took some road I, I took the diversion I looked at Google Google said go this way I just felt in my spirit no go this way so I turned this way and I went I had news later on that 10 minutes after I drove past that place, area boys came out and they were doing some this was some years back. They were doing some whatever, and policemen came and about 10 of them were shot and killed. Even stray bullets hit some people that were on the on, on that road driving and didn't know anything. Always follow the spirit of God. Satan is crazy and he's not using rubber bullets. He's not mock battle. All right, so let's go on. So, and David inquired. We see it again. The secret to David's success. Direction from heaven. The kingdom of Israel was the largest under David. Since David, no king has ever presided over Israel. To the level of the, the dimension of the territory that David ruled over. And the secret was because God kept on giving him territory upon territory. Because... We spend time to hear direction from God. As you are sitting down there, as you are watching me down there, the level of your failure is directly proportional to the level of your lack of hearing God. Yeah, that's the key. The level of the success you get is to direct to the level of how much of God you will want to inquire and say, God, what is the answer to this? God, what do you have to say about this? This step I want to take. I do, don't just take it by yourself. You are not here by yourself. That's like being in the Sahara Desert without a compass. People die. They dry, drop down dead like flies every day because there's no direction in the desert. Don't be like you're in the Amazon jungle without a compass. People are killed by lions and hyenas in the Amazon jungle because there are no paths there. And you need a compass to tell you this is the true north. This is the direction you're going. You need that. Don't live this life. This life is like a jungle. This life is like a desert, a wilderness. You need instruction. You need direction from heaven. Can I have a good amen in the house, somebody? I've got to run because I've got so many things to cover. And then we do this practical. Alright, so the Bible says that and David inquired of the Lord. He went to ask God for instruction and information and direction. Divine direction. Shall I go up to these Philistines? The natural tendency of is why, why are we asking? They came to fight us. Let's give them fight. Sometimes, you know, even in life, natural. Now, this is not spiritual warfare. Now, even in life, sometimes people give, want to give you five. Some people have more. They have more. They, have, they want to fight. There was one scenario, and people were saying, no, we've got to give them fire to fire, fire to fight." Fire, fire to fire. And when, I went to seek God about it. And God said, you, you, you should have more faith sometimes that this will not be a fight. Do you have faith that you will not go to fight about this matter? that <laughs> so, yeah. sometimes what I want you to have faith for is that I will cause your enemies to be at peace with you in some situations and not to go out and fight them some scenarios you know sometimes people are stumbling and say this your form will not pass there or you are sitting on your fire sometimes you need to, that's why you need to know how to pray by the plan of God Said, yes. And then God said, for this particular situation, I want you to believe that there will not be a fight. I want you to have faith that I will make these people, in that office, in, this, in that place, who are against you, I've said they are your enemies, I want you to have faith that I will make them to be the one that will facilitate the progress of this thing for you. I said, God, that will take a lot of faith, because <laughs> I know the people. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, let you take faith. So you've got to cross-check with God. So what I'm saying is that, don't just imagine. And say, ah! I'm sure all of them, David's generals might have been saying, we, we will fight. And they would have said, oh, yeah, 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 but let me find that first from God. It doesn't mean that I don't like fighting. I'm, I'm born for war. I've been a warrior, killing my first statistic was Goliath at the age of 17. So don't think I don't, I don't, I don't know how to war. But I know there's a higher Law. I need to hear from heaven. Give me that scripture again. And then, so David went to inquire of the Lord and said that, shall we go up? Shall I go up to these Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord spoke. And the Lord said unto David, go up! For I will doubtless deliver all the Philistines into your hand. Verse 20. Go on. Verse 20. And the Bible says, what followed next? quick, 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 hurry, hurry, guys, help me out. And David came to Belperazim, and David smote, that means he totally wiped them out, smote them there, and said, he named the place, he prophesied and he proclaimed, the Lord has broken forth, or the Lord has broken through upon my enemies in front of me. In other words, it was the Lord that did it ahead of me. As the breaking forth of the waters, as if a dam breaks out and villages overtaken and overrun by water. That's how God moved ahead of me. Therefore, He called the name of the place Baal the God of the breakthrough. The God of the breakthrough. Now, notice, God did not just David, drop David into breakthrough, He led. The God of the breakthrough will lead. He wants to lead into breakthrough. Amen, lead you into breakthrough, direct you into breakthrough, instruction to be true." So that had happened, but look at verse 22, the next verse, the next verse, the next verse, verse there and, they, and they, they set up again and, and and verse 22. and the Philistines came again. There's some problems like they are like the Hydra head of Medusa. Have you, have you read, when I was in primary school, we, we read all these fairy tale Greek mythology books, the head of Medusa. And there was this warrior who was facing the Hydra headed Medusa, and as he cuts one head of that creature, seven new heads were spring forth. <laughs> some, you know, some problems are like that in this life. You have quenched this fire. Before you come home like this, they're telling you another problem has started. You are solving this one. Before the end of the week, another problem has shown up. You are And sometimes it's like that. They're like these Philistines. But it's the same devil. And the solution is the same. Divine direction. The solution is the same. Divine direction. Alright, let's go on. And the Philistines came up yet again. You know the tire? The devil. You cannot kill the devil, but you can clear him out, clear him out and keep on making progress, clear him off and keep on making progress, clear him off and then go to higher levels higher, but higher levels, higher devils so when will we stop when we enter into our mansion in heaven total victory but while we are here on this earth we will go from battle to victory battle to victory, battle to victory testimonies and we are, we are, we are being trained because in the world to come, those are the ones, the ones that fight and win. In this world, Jesus will make us to rule and reign with Him in the world to come. So it's, it's training for reigning. The battles we are facing is training for reigning. Amen. God is noting them down. Those of you that dodge the battles, say, I, I, "I, dodge it. I dodge it." They will note it down. To you no, no, you didn't get trained, so you not reign. You will clap for those of us that will be reigning. Well, you will be walking in heaven. At least that's the good part. But our levels will not be the same. Some will just be clapping for some of us. But I'm not going to go clap, just clap, go to heaven just to be in the clapping club. No. Praise God. All right. Let's go on reading. And the Bible says that the Philistines came up again, yet again, and they spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim, Huh? limo Blaze. he was singing a song he said you know you know the you know the hear sense you know get sense eh? that's how the devil is he doesn't understand after he had been cleared up and the god of breakthrough had manifested the devil went to tell the listening again hey, that was a mistake let's go again <laughs> <laughs> ah, and when david i gotta read here and when david what did david do again <laughs> inquired, he went to ask God for instructions, divine direction, to how do I, I, want to be led in this way, I want to be led in this issue, I want to take steps knowing that these are steps the Lord instructed me to take alright, and David inquired the Lord, and the Lord said you will not go up this time around, I'm sure David was shocked because I'm sure it was after that, oh like God said last Last time, never just say that my last experience. I'm, I'm walking my. I know. Go and clear it with God first. Go and clear it with God. A lot of things we are doing. A lot of things we think are so. If we go and if we if we clear with God first, you will find out that maybe God is saying no. The fact that I said yes last time does not mean I'm saying yes on this one. Can I, have, can I have an amen if you understand what I'm, what I'm preaching here this morning so, so God said when David went this time around the same Philistines the same enemies of the agenda of God the same enemy of the people of God the same battle the same warfare they were spread out again it looks like the last time exactly but God had a different idea and God said no you will not go and confront them but you will there's a different instruction now you will still fight the battle, but a different instruction. You will fetch a compass around behind them. And you will come upon them when at the point of the mulberry trees, specific instruction: not the orange trees, not the cactus trees not the guava trees when you, when you, if you see all those other trees keep on marching on you have now reached where I'm telling you to go when you now see the mulberry trees then you have reached the point I want you to now stay and then, give me the next verse and then when you get to that place where you see the mulberry trees and you've gone and let it be when you now, now hear the sound of the going you will now hear some sound of an invincible army the army of angels Angelic army, Michael, the archangel, is their main leader. When you hear this marching of the sound on the tops of the mulberry trees, that then you will stir up yourself. You will make yourself known. For then, the Lord shall go out ahead of you. If you don't follow these instructions... God is saying I know I have no hand in your matter. You know how to do in Nigeria? This is how to do in Nigeria. Oh why on your own. Follow instructions properly. Take time you spend to inquire of the Lord about a man, even the same matter that you've handled over and over again, it is not wasted time because God may have a different strategy this time around. And why not if not? He is God. Don't assume he cannot, I know what to do. No, 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 no. He is God. He can. You assuming that he may not have another idea about the matter is you assuming that you are God and he is your inferior. All right. And so God said, I would have gone ahead of you to smite the forces of the Philistines before you. Amen. And that's verse what? 24. And um, so you see, when the, see, another time, this instruction was different. And this, that, that was how they were able to win this. If they had gone without inquiring and they did not hear the direct, this was a more detailed, more specific instruction. This instruction had more intricacies. Hello somebody now. Now, so this is where people wonder, God why? Why did this happen? Oh, why do why do bad things happen to even Christians? Oh, they are serving God. But there were instruction. They are following, they, they are not inquiring. They are not following divine direction. They are following what experience they think they had or somebody they know they had and God, God had a different instruction and he had a different set of divine guidance for this current situation. That's why you're seeking God. That to be correct. Early in the morning, will I seek you? Day by day, you must seek Him. You must ask of Him. What do you have for this day? What are you saying about my life now? Am I doing what I should be doing now? Am I? And so, God may want to change things and think for you. Inquiring involves asking God questions. I ask God questions. For instance, I, when I ask Him questions, maybe I'll read two things. When I, as I, like, I still did this yesterday night before going to bed and on two situations and God gave me and, and there are two situations you can relate to so I'll, I'll tell you what God said when I inquired of him so that you can know what the voice of God sounds like what the direction of God sounds like let's look at Habakkuk chapter 2 everybody Habakkuk chapter 2 verses 1 and 2 now why am I teaching like this because one of the major uh, main, uh, uh, calling of God Upon this ministry is not just for you to be a Christian that when you step out of church you are di- you are disgraced, defeated by the devil. Even the 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 defeat in your life is greater than the ones in sinners' lives. No, when you come into this church, you become disciples. You become a strong believer. You are not just a child of God, but you are a strong believer. You are a warrior. You are a victorious child of God doing exploits because of the kind of training you get. So the messages are not just theology and just what? No, they are trainings. A lot of them are things that you, when you implement in your life, before, you sometimes before you enter into your car, you're already getting results. Amen. Alright, so that's why it's going this way. So, so, let's look at this. Habakkuk chapter 2. Habakkuk was a prophet. Now, prophets are people that hear God. That's their calling. They hear God and they say what they hear from God. So, we can learn from a prophet here and see how, how to hear from God. Habakkuk chapter 2 verses 1 and 2. I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and I will watch to see what he... That's the Lord... What he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am corrected or when I'm reproved. All right. So I'm even open to him correcting certain things about my life. I don't just, I'm not working on assumption here. So when you come to inquire of the Lord, leave leave your assumptions. Throw away your assumptions. All right. And then verse three. And then, and the Lord answered and the Lord spoke. And the Lord gave instruction, and the Lord gave direction, and the first direction the Lord said was, "Write the vision. Write the vision. Make it plain upon table, so I'll be around. Write the vision." Now in these two verses are four keys that any believer can use to hear the voice of God within. Four keys for you to use to inquire of God and get divine guidance from God. So write them down. One, two, three, four. Just write it down like that in your note. One, two, three, four. And then we'll start doing the practical aspect. All right. We're learning from someone whose life and whose calling is to hear the voice of God. And to let us know where the voice of God is, so we can learn from him and begin to hear the voice of God for ourselves also. We can learn spiritual things. These spiritual things can be learned. Eli taught Samuel how to hear from God, how to hear God's voice because that was what Eli's initial calling was. Amen. So that's what I do. That's my calling. I can teach you spiritual things. Spiritual things can be taught. All right. so let's go through this. Number one, the first key is let's go back to Habakkuk chapter 2. Habakkuk Habakkuk chapter what? Everybody should go there. This is going to be where we stay. I will stand upon my watch and set myself and set me upon the tower. So Habakkuk decided to leave where everybody was. All oh, the crowd. He didn't go to the marketplace where there was noise, harm, the real boy is fighting. No, 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 no. He went to a place which he had identified. He called it the tower. So the first key to hearing from God is quiet yourself down. Find a place where you can be quiet. Not just externally, but then when you get there, then quieting yourself also internally. Because when God wants to speak to you 98% of the time, he will speak to you from the still small voice from within and you cannot be hearing it with noise all around you. Human beings, some of us have problems. If there's no action or noise around us, we are not happy, we cannot tell. No, that 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 is the reason why we are not hearing God. The still small voice. You need to calm down. So find a way. So he said, I will stand on my guard post. I will go to that tower. and am quieting myself down. Quickly give me Psalm 131 verse 2. One day the Lord spoke to me and said, this is how, if you want to hear years ago, you want to hear me properly, you must, you must behave like Psalm 131 verse 2. Give me Psalm 131 verse 2. Surely I have behaved, and quieted myself as a child that is winged of his mother. My soul is even as a winged child. When a child has been fed and satisfied and is being carried by the mother and the child is quiet, God says, that is how I want you to come and meet me and stay quiet with me. Picture me sitting on my throne and holding you. So many a times when I go to meet God for instruction, I stop seeing myself as this uh, tall. I, 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 I imagine myself as a small child. Climbing into the laps of my father. And he's holding me. And I'm quiet. And I'm still. Many a times, the quietness is not just only external. Sometimes your mind can be making as much noise or even more noise... Than you can make with your hands and your legs and, and, and sticks. So how do you quieten this thing? This hard thing. Because, and God, when he wants to talk to you, he will not talk to your mind. Because he is not a mind. He will not talk to your flesh. Because it's not a flesh. God is a spirit. John four twenty four. Jesus said. So spirit to spirit. Deep calls unto the deep. Spirit speaks unto the spirit. So, God will have to talk to you. But if your mind is making noise, oh, today you're in Jankara, you are still there for the first three, you are, in Jank- you are here, you are, in, uh, you are in this one, oh, you are now, and your mind, and you're not calm, in. you will not be able to hear the still small voice instruction. So, there are some things that I do that helps me. Number one, I pray in tongues for a while. I pray in tongues. I just pray in tongues and on. 30 minutes, 45 minutes, one hour, one hour, for as long as it takes. In the early days, it used to take me like one and a half hours of isolating myself and praying in tongues. Nowadays, because I've been doing this for decades, nonstop, it's, a, it's, it's faster now. But you may need to do that for one hour, one hour, 15 minutes, one hour, 30 minutes. Many people don't want to put in the work but they want to get the benefit. Or then they want to go to somebody who is hearing from God and then they get play themselves in the hands of Satan. Another thing that helps me to quickly quieten my mind is I put on music. Of course, not foolish music. Like I'm I'm, I'm unavailable. Uh -uh. Those kind of music bring more demons your way. I look for saved, sanctified music. Not even at this point, not even any kind of gospel music. I get worship music. Sometimes I even get just instrumental worship with no words. I don't want my mind going. Some instrumental worship so I don't even take sometimes I don't even want it. I'd now take just instrumental abstract played by a Christian musician. It is not any song I know. That way my mind cannot be going because when I'm hearing la, 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 then my mind will be going again. This is that day, this day. Sometimes I even want an instrumental that is not a song that anybody knows. They're just playing and, it is, and I play it in the background and I pray in tongues. It makes the calming of my mind faster. And I've fulfilled step number one. What's step number one? quiet yourself down. Find a quiet place to be still. Pray in tongues, quieting your mind. Instrumental music. Abstract instrumental music. Worship music. We're Number two. Quick, quick, quick. Number two. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1. I will stand upon my watch. Set me upon the tower. That means quieting yourself. I want to get to a quiet place both externally and internally. And I will watch to see. I will watch to see your eyes. Fix your eyes on Jesus. That's step number two. I will what? You must use your eyes. But I'm not talking of use physical eyes here. Your spirit is a man. Your flesh is a man. That's what the Bible teaches in this testament. The inner man, the outer man. Just as your outer man has eyes and can see the five physical world, your spirit inner man has eyes. And if you learn how to utilize it, can see the spiritual world. So, these spirit eyes fix it on Jesus. So, as I'm praying in tongues, and my mind is quiet, I now begin to use my imagination to paint a biblical scenario. You must use your faith to initiate the process of hearing God. So, this is my favorite one. Jesus sat down at the well and talked to the woman. At the well of Samaria. All right, <gasps> okay. I see Jesus. I picture Jesus sitting at the well, but not the woman now. I'm the one sitting beside him. What am I doing? I am watching. I will watch. It is my will. I will means that you take the initiative. God is giving us the liberty to instigate the process by my will. My will means is my choice. I choose to do it. I choose to watch. So when I begin to do that, Holy Ghost usually is so excited, he will just take that beginning, that five loaves and two fishes, small faith action, I have stepped towards him. The word of God says, draw towards me and I'll draw towards you. I'll draw towards him. And usually he will just begin the process of speaking to me. But there are two things I must do on my own. I must find a way to quieten myself externally and internally. Then I must begin to picture me and Jesus together. All right. I will watch. Let's go on. And, and I, will, I, will, I will watch to see. You know Jesus Christ said, John chapter five verse nineteen. Give me John five nineteen before I go on faster now, because some of this sounds very strange to some people. But these are things that you should learn elementary Christianity. This is why many are not hearing from heaven easily. John chapter five verse nineteen. Let's see what Jesus Christ said. Je- give me John five nineteen about this issue. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son, that's Jesus, can do nothing of himself. I don't act. I don't take a step. I don't. I don't act or go in any direction. But what he what? But what he what? But what he what? See the father do. In other words, for all the actions you see Jesus taking, Jesus has already seen it or pictured it. That's how you follow divine direction. So Jesus also operated like Habakkuk, fixing his eyes on the father alright so it's scriptural so let's go on now and the Lord and, and the, I will watch to see what he will say unto me I will watch to see so remember that God speaks in thoughts number three so the, 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 the next point don't let me rush this number three tune to spontaneity. Just write it down. I'll explain to you. That means tune to spontaneity. That means some spontaneous activity will now start happening as soon as you begin to imagine yourself with Jesus. Tune to spontaneity. From that point, get open. Because God will now start giving you Thoughts from inside your belly or pictures from inside your belly to add to the initial picture of you and Jesus, let's say. Sometimes I just picture myself because I see Jesus walking by the shores of Galilee. Sometimes I picture myself walking beside him like a small six, seven-year-old boy is holding. And usually when I start like that, other thoughts start rising. It's like the Holy Ghost inside you as they say, oh, well, thank God. It's like he's been waiting since forever to start talking to you because this is when he will start. He's already located there. He will start giving you thoughts or pictures, but they will be spontaneous. Thoughts or pictures, but they will be spontaneous. What do I mean by thoughts or pictures? Second, Isaiah 5.11. Isaiah 5, 11, and 2 Corinthians 10, 5. Isaiah 55, did I say Isaiah 5? No, Isaiah fifty five eleven. Isaiah 55, 11. God says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My thoughts are not your thoughts. So God has thoughts. Primarily when God wants to start talking to you, he will start projecting his thoughts into you. The problem with many of us is that we think it is our own thoughts. Your thoughts come from here. His thoughts come from here. But inside of you, there are thoughts all the time. So, as soon as you calm yourself down, externally and internally, and then you begin to picture yourself with Jesus, thoughts will take over. But from here. Or pictures, it may add to the pictures you are seeing. And the last line, the last instruction, the last way, the last thing to do. The last key. Four. Write down the flow of thoughts and pictures. Write down the flow of thoughts and pictures. Listen, please. In another three, four, five minutes. ushers, please help me. When, I, when we start actualizing this... I don't want anybody walking across and if anybody comes let them sit on the last row because i don't want us to greet the spirit of god just like five minutes we're going to use to practicalize this all right because god is going to speak to you direction see one 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 word from god can bring a breakthrough of 20 30 years of marking time on a problem this is very important all right so when God speaks, begins to speak to you, the first thing he said was record the vision. So write it down. Write as much detail as you can remember. Write colors of what you saw. Sounds of what you saw. Smells, if there are smells involved in what you are saying. Feelings, how you are feeling. What you are, what it's telling you. Scriptures, any scriptures that it reminds you of, etc. Then, in that, have a notebook for this journaling. Then have Date and location. Put the date and put the location. So, how do I hear from God? First thing, I quiet myself down. Stillness. Then, two, I envision myself with Jesus. Imagination. Three, spontaneously the Holy Ghost begins to give me thoughts or pictures or a combination of them. On my inside. Number four. I journal them down. That's it. Are we ready? Yesterday night. I was meditating on this. And I was practicing it again. Yeah, Because I don't teach to you. What I don't do myself. So I was. So I asked I ask God. So I got quiet. Usually our house is quiet and all of that, but I had to get quiet even in my mind. It's not just only being in a quiet environment alone. In my mind, as I quietened myself, I prayed in tongues. I had some, I didn't have to have a lot of music with this one because I was already, my mind was already still. Then I asked the Lord, this is the question I asked the Lord. Why are most of the people who rule us in Nigeria, why are they evil and occultic people? The question has been worrying me for a while. So I asked the Lord. And the answer. The Lord said, the problem with your land. So when I asked that question, I pictured myself with the Lord. Walking with him at the shores of Galilee. And I asked him that question. I stayed still. And the thoughts started coming from inside of my spirit. And the Lord said, the problem with your land did not start yesterday there have been centuries of demonic worship even before modern times. This has led to the mid heavens being saturated with the powers of the enemy until the light of the gospel came on your land about two centuries ago. Gradually light is intensifying and a saturation point will be achieved the country will arrive at a critical mass of true believers and by then the cup of the iniquity of the Amorites will then be full then you will see major irreversible positive changes in the land as you desire let my remnant keep humbling themselves praying repenting seeking my face you are closer to the tipping point than ever before you see nine o'clock ten o'clock news will not tell you this and it comforted me when God speaks to you it will edify, exhort and comfort it comforted me there is hope this doesn't sound like those saying Nigeria is a zoo Nigeria is done for mm-mm. they are not hearing from the third heaven they are no don't repeat words from the kingdom of hell don't be a mouthpiece for the kingdom of satan don't then i asked god a second question because of all this mobad thing going on and i said i said god Why are so many young people following musicians and celebrities who are ungodly? And he answered me. It is a major warfare strategy of the realm of the spirit to target the youth. For the glory of the youth is their strength. The enemy, Satan, wants to utilize the glory days and the energy of young people to advance this cause. He also wants to confuse and distract them so that they do not have time to consider their ways and repent. However, I have a superior plan and my plan is already working. Many of them, that means the youth, will be disappointed by their celebrity role models. They will begin to search for greater meaning to life beyond drugs and immorality. Prepare yourselves to offer them hope that is in Christ. A great harvest of youths into my kingdom is on the way. A major revival amongst the youth is about to hit your land. Amen. And no, It's not only me. It's not, this is not happening because I'm a pastor or anything like that. It is for every believer. Praise God. Alright. Please, bow down your heads. Close your eyes. I'll lead us in these four steps. Like I said, when somebody is coming in, I don't want them distracting or moving. Amen. I don't want them to... Can you come and play some music for us? But this time around, music that is not... We need to worship, we know. Just... One of you is okay. One is okay, yeah. Just something abstract. Say after me, where you are. Bow down your head and say after me, Heavenly Father. Say after me, Heavenly Father. I come to quieten myself before you. And I ask you, in the name of Jesus, to speak to me. I have heard your word today. Concerning inquiring of you, I want to hear the voice of your spirit. So I speak to you, my mind. Calm down, quieting yourself in Jesus' name. So the next thing, while your eyes are closed, can you picture the scenario of you and Jesus? I gave you two you can use. You can use any of the two. Jesus sitting down with that woman at the well. But this time around, it's not that woman. It is you he's sitting down with. And you are getting ready to ask him things. Or Jesus walking by the shores of Galilee. Please no looking around. I would like you to close your eyes because that way you can look into the eyes, by the eyes of the Spirit, into your belly. Where the Holy Spirit dwells. Him holding your hand like a small child. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Use your imagination. I will watch. Will. To see Jesus sitting next to you or holding your hands. Then ask him a question. Very simple question. God, what do you think about me? Or God, what does my future... What does my future contain? Or you can even be specific. God, this particular issue in my life, what do you have to say? What's your instruction? Ask him while you see yourself holding his hands. Ask him while you see yourself sitting next to him. And then keep quiet. Still picturing that... Thoughts, any thoughts about you that comes. Edifying, exhorting. Come participate. The Lord said I should take you through this exercise. So participate, please. So this is an instruction from God. All right. Participate. Any thoughts that comes. What does God think about? you? Ask him, what do you think about? What does my future hold with you? What area, or you can ask, you don't, you don't have to ask all this, I'm just giving you two or three or four sample questions. What am I doing in my life that you are happy with? How do I solve this? You can be specific. This thing I have going on in my life, you can not specific. Just any of those four. I will just choose the one. God, what what do you think about me? And then quiet thoughts will come. You may start with a scripture. Just have one more minute. Like thoughts, but rising from within. Positive ones. Or picture, you may even picture something. God may show you a picture. Take note of it. Observe it. Thank you, lord thank you spirit of god thank you for for what you are doing in our lives thank you for opening the eyes of our spirit the ears of our spirit from within thank you for making this a daily lifestyle for your people from today now open your eyes pick up write down something that you sense, something you saw something the lord spoke to you write it down write it down we have one minute to write down let me write down what the lord just spoke to me Write it down. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God told me something sweet just now. Amen. Supernatural, naturally supernatural. And supernaturally natural. That is real Christianity. It is not a a, a, a bunch of rules and regulations, forms and disongs. No. You You are living by the spirit. By the word, I, now I wouldn't say share it with somebody, but let me see your hands up. God spoke something to you and you wrote it down. Something to you and you wrote it down, and you are happy. God spoke something. Lift your hand. God spoke something to you and you wrote it down. All right, wave that. Wait, wait, wait. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Some of us, our problem is our inferiority complex. No be here. And the Lord is speaking. but He didn't speak to me. No, he didn't speak to me. Why will he, why will he neglect you? Well, practice this and believe. The Lord spoke to me and said, this is what I want for my church. This thing you just taught and made them practice. This is the life I want to be lived by my children. This will multiply signs and wonders in their lives. And make it no more a rare experience but a daily experience. That means signs and wonders it will be a daily experience as you begin to learn to follow the spirit of God. Now stand up everybody. Stand up. We're closing. We're closing. We're closing. We're closing. So whenever you hear something and you write it down, have some people, if it's just general, but if it becomes something specific you are not sure of, have some people over you. HODs, Ministers, deacons, pastors, take it to them and show them, and say, "I think the Lord was showing me this because your level of understanding of the scriptures, if it does not, if it's not high enough to judge scriptures well, uh, uh, it's important for you to have other people over you, you share." So when the Lord gave me the word about Nigeria and its leaders yesterday, I went and slept. I was happy. I went and slept. I woke up around 3 a.m., went to the restroom, came back, slept. Between 3 a.m. and 5.30 a.m., I had a dream. I saw somebody, Well, I won't say it, but it has to do with one of the leaders in Nigeria. this occultism going on, and it's not even, it's not, even it's not even somebody you will, you will think about that would be in the call. The guy, I was in his car, he didn't see me. I was in his car, and he was driving, and I was seeing some things, and I was at the back seat. So when I woke up, I said, like, "Ha, this strange." And the Lord said, No, I just see when the Lord speaks to you by inward witness, He will also from time to time, He might use other means to confirm it to you also. Amen. But well, Christians, keep praying. Oh, Nigeria is on the right. We are going, it may be looking like this, but don't worry, God is in charge. We will arrive where God wants us to arrive. Say a good amen. Some of, some people hate Nigeria, some of you, so not some of you here. Some people hate Nigeria, and God loves Nigeria. So that means, are you trying to hate God? God loves this nation. And the kingdom of Nigeria shall be called the kingdom of our God and of his Christ, and Jesus shall reign in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. Please follow us on our social media handles.